Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying co-worker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Fanatic.com. How's the tree? It's down? Why don't you turn him on? We're ready now. It's, <laughs> it's in progress. They, yeah, they had to take out one of mine. Well, I'm I just need, I'm worried about how low they're going to go because it's a weird stump, and they're not doing it because I hired them. They're doing it for power lines, and I just don't want to go home and see a three-foot stump. Oh, they will, they'll no, do it. No, they already said they would not do the stump. Yeah, so. no, they'll, they'll do it right. Well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Thanks for the reassurance. I am... <laughs> No, I, I really. My well, guess they is, had to do a bunch of trees in our neighborhood, and they they did a real nice job. But my guess, this is a weird stump. I just hope that they take it down to where. Because if I have to get the stump grinded, I can hire another company to do that. So we'll see. Hello. Hello. The men needed to borrow some points from the women last night. Yeah, if you yesterday. added them all up, I think we would have had two wins, pretty pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, the men did everything okay, except they couldn't score. You'd think in your own gym you knew where the basket was and you'd be able to do something with it. But Nebraska, was they were hitting threes, and I couldn't imagine that they just popped them in there. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, the, the, the opposing team uh, gets hot in the basket and uh, the home team doesn't, and they, I don't think the Hawkeyes scored a field goal in, like, the last six minutes of the well, game. The last six minutes or so. Yeah. And you and you wonder, why is it Nebraska that keeps doing these things to us? They did it to us in football, now basketball. <laughs> Just their year, I guess. And they're in the bottom tier, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're playing. Uh, they, they don't play in the tournament. They Actually, they have to – they're on the in the Wednesday playdown uh, day. Yeah. They play Minnesota. We're playing at yeah. uh, one thirty on Thursday. Correct. And then we'll play the winner of Wisconsin Ohio State. Who do you think will win that one? It's a good question. Haven't given it any thought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a feeling either way. You think maybe when we get in another building, we'll be able to hit? I mean, we did a real good job against Indiana. 
I mean, they made 12 threes. I mean, the problem is they took too yeah, many. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, you don't, I mean, we don't need to overreact, just like we shouldn't have overreacted when they won two in a row, but that's what we do. <laughs> we just overreact to everything. I wouldn't be surprised if they went and hit 15 threes and made a run in the tournament. Wouldn't be surprised if they lost in the first round. You just got to let it play out. Yeah, that's what Fran said. Where do you think they'll seed Iowa, the, the women? There'll be a two seed and host here and in, in host the first rounds here in Iowa City. You think there will be a two seed? I know one of the gals on the uh, yeah, obviously, Big, Ten, yeah, Big Ten Network. She said she thought they should be a one. Well, I mean, there's obviously going to be people that think that. If I had to guess, I'd say a two seed. They're ranked seventh. They were ranked seventh, and they possibly yeah. could. But I would guess a two seed and hosting here in Iowa City. Well. <clears throat> I guess this next next two three weeks are going to be hectic. And then we got baseball thrown in there too. Yep. <laughs> you watch any cub uh, cub uh, games on TV? And gymnastics. Yeah, and gymnastics. That's right. Got the Big Ten uh, gymnastics tournament on a sa- uh, week from Saturday, right? Yeah, on the eighteenth. Yeah. So, well, anyway, let's. There's there's sun outside, so I guess. Everything's going to be okay. Right? Okay, that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> the sun came right, up. We'll talk, talk to you later. <laughs> See you, Karn. Bye. Didn't I hear snow on Tuesday and Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Yeah, uh, when Wednesday. When the highs are like in the 40s. Thursday, a chance on Friday. And this weekend, yeah, 30s, mid-30s. Yeah, it's just, it, it'll snow, rain, and then turn to rain, and then overnight turn to snow, and then back to rain. It, it's not going to stick. Oh, I'm being sarcastic. I, yeah. I know, I, it's... I would run for our lives. Or just, or, or just hide under the table and make yeah. sure to have KCJ on to tell you how to get through it. Yeah, through our new app. There yes. you go. Because when severe weather happens, we talk up a storm. Yes. <laughs> what is it with Thursdays in the last couple of months here? Every, every, uh, you get th- in a seven-day cycle. I mean, Oh, is that right, Mr. Weatherman? Yes, I, Mr. Weather. that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great that's a great nonsensical answer if I ever heard one. Well, it's a cycle. I think it's a cycle. <laughs> <clears throat> Full moon coming up tomorrow. You know what that means. What? All the crazies will be out, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter Gabriel puts out another song. He's got this thing where he's putting out new songs for his new album every full moon. So we've got two so far, and then we're going to get a third one tomorrow. Can't get enough of Peter Gabriel. <laughs> well, he hasn't put out a record in like over 10 years, I think. And you don't see me complaining. <laughs> I mean, he's okay. I mean, wasn't he in Genesis? And didn't he do these? Yes. Yeah. Something about your eyes? Yeah, in your eyes. In your eyes. Sledgehammer, one of the greatest songs oh, of all God, time. God, I hated that. Song. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Wow. I'm not in a kidding mood this morning. Okay. Um, I'm just getting a couple texts from people giving me updates there. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's impacting. I feel bad for my neighbors behind me because all of my trees falling in their yard. Their yard's a mess. But I'm sure they let them know. They let everybody know. They yeah. do. Like, they let me know Friday night. I just all the tree, the way it was falling, was falling into my neighbor's yard on their fence. But this thing, I'm glad it's getting taped down. It was nasty. I should never let it grow. Never let it grow. It's it's just like they had a name for it. And when they told me they'd do it for free, I'm like, yes, take it down. <laughs> That's fine. I just. But then when they told me they don't go down to the stump, 
um, that had me a little concerned because it's one of those stumps where it's about it grows in the ground of course the base of the stump goes up about six inches then it ba- all these other little stumps shoot out all over the, there's like it looks like an octopus okay and that i'm concerned they're going to leave a little but we'll see i guess i could make it into some type of garden decoration you know <laughs> put a gnome on top of yeah, it yeah put, put something on top of it but yeah, they um, but yeah, they do let you know it's. Um, they cut ours down pretty low. This was yeah. right tree service, and I see their yeah. trucks all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think they did ours. I think they had, well, they have the city contract yeah. obviously, and, and they cut it down low. And then uh, someone came by because it was on city property. Ours, someone came by and took the took the stump, and then. I mean, they fixed it up. You can't tell that there was a tree. There. Well, the tree, my oak tree that I had cut down, they grinded the stump out of the ground. Now that yeah. I'm, I've got a hole to fill that I'm gonna, I'm doing landscaping here, probably once basketball season ends. Um, but th- that one, they grind. Yeah, these guys, they will leave the space. I'm hoping when I get home, you're just gonna see the very top of the stump on the ground, to where I can just throw dirt over it and mulch during the. That's what I'm hoping, but I'm concerned that that may not be the fact. And then they'll have to figure out a way to cover it up because it'll look ridiculous if well, it's not. Have it ground out. Well, I could do that, but that's going to be like $500, $700. I mean, to grind out a stump, it ain't cheap. And I'd like to avoid that. Is the hole as deep as our... Uh, the hole in my front yard, <laughs> it's pretty deep, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it paid. I'm, my neighbors are going to help me. I'm gonna, we're going to level it all off, and then I'm going to do landscaping. I'm going to uh, surround it with brick put mulch in there and put like four or five different sun plants in there. My neighbors are going to actually help me with that. Yeah. They're really good landscapers. So yeah, the area that used to be the tree right now, it's just a big hole with a bunch of, there's still, it's killed the grass too, which is kind of annoying because all the, you know, the, what do you call the stuff when you break up the wood, the wood chips and yeah. what have you. Um, it's kind of killed the grass. So I got a lot to do in my front yard, but now with this tree and my oak tree, that's two trees that I've lost in the last like nine months. A lot of shade gone. That sucks. That's what sucks. But like I said, the city does this for free, and they're doing this because this tree was right into the power lines, and I think they were just getting annoyed with having to come out and well, yeah, that's, it. yeah it's a problem, and it could cause. But my know, other trees, tree in quite, if it gets too high, the tree can catch on fire. Well, the other thing is, I got another tree, but they're not touching this one. They pruned it, but I've got a nice um, tree in the back. I can't remember the name of it, but it blossoms into these white, beautiful. It turns white for a stretch in April or May, and they did have to prune it because I do. I think they kind of were wondering if I wanted that, and I'm like, no, we're not taking that one down. We had a neighbor oh, when I was growing up that wouldn't let him fix the tree, and it was touching power lines. Mm-hmm. And it and we, and we saw it one day. We go outside, and it's on fire. Well, that now you don't. I don't think you have the, the option thing. now. I think yeah. if, they're, oh. if they're coming in to cut down power lines, you can't tell them. Or you, I don't think you can say, no, I don't want you pruning my tree. I think they'll do it anyway. And like stupid kids, we're just sitting. We just sat down on the ground and we're going, look, it's on fire. And not, not telling anybody. <laughs> yeah, just watching it burn. <laughs> but why wouldn't they have burn. just cut them down anyway? <laughs> I, they didn't back Maybe they've changed the... In Rock Island. At least they in must Rock have, Island, they didn't. Because I don't think you have that authority to say, no, I don't want... Because when they... This is since I've been there, this is like the fifth or sixth time they've pruned the trees that are impacted by the power lines. They, they just do that. I have a lot of trees in my neighborhood. Well, and they've never really given me the option. They've never said, do you want us to? Yeah, this, that's interesting. Yeah, they didn't go, well, this was like in the 1940s. Early 60s. <laughs> well, probably, I would say maybe 57 or 58. Yeah, I'm sure things have changed since then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if they got to trim the power hope. line, if they got to do that for power line, you got to do it. 
I mean, well, finally, somebody smelled smoke and came out, and they go and they called the fire department. But I mean, you know, we were just stupid kids. We just sat down. Well, of course, on the yeah, exactly. Going, hey, look. <laughs> well, and the other thing those trees do is they wear the insulation off the wires. Yeah. And then uh, your house, everything you touch that has a, as an outlet, you get shocked. That's happened to me. I, we had a house, and, and and they came out and go, well, I don't see anything. I will look at the pine tree up there. And they went up, and by God, it had taken all the insulation off the wires, so they, they had to trim the tree. But, yeah, that that uh, the kids don't like that when they're getting shocked all, th- all through the house. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's odd. Yes. Yeah. We were dumb back then. No, we didn't have, you know. We had no urgency. Right. You know, so. Just another day at 41st Street and 12th Avenue in Rock Island. Well, they had a, they had a big, it was a big day yesterday. It was between the, the men's game and, of course, the women winning the, uh, the Big Ten tournament. And nobody could have possibly have seen that they were going to win it going away as much as they did. No I think Ohio State kind of left it all on the floor to beat Maryland uh, the day before. They were down by 20, I guess, weren't they? And came I, back. I, I don't remember. They were down significantly. But, yeah, it was this Iowa team's capable of doing that when they're hot. And I still think Indiana would have given Iowa a much better game than oh, Ohio yeah. State did. Yeah. But Ohio State found a way to make that miraculous comeback, and but then they paid the price for it. So Iowa, when they're hot from three and getting everybody involved, they're a tough team to beat. And I think there's maybe only one team, South Carolina, that's vastly superior to them on paper. And I don't even know if they're vastly. They're better on paper, more athletic. But I think with your Iowa, if you get hot, you can beat about anybody. Now, if they played South Carolina ten times, they'd probably lose eight or nine. But in the tournament, it only takes one. So we'll see. But, yeah, it was impressive. Happy for Lisa and the coaching staff. A lot of fans up there. I saw Tommy texting me a photo of Suter in front of a Bloody Mary. And you tell us not to tease him about booze, and all he does is flaunt booze. Well, you he know, had, God forbid him show a picture of like his food or he does. Anna and him out for, everything I see is just Bloody Mary, right. beers, you know, holding it up. I mean, so we tease him. He had a tall glass of water, a cup of coffee, a Bloody Mary, and a, and a, and a short beer. Yeah. And then the time before that, Tommy sent me a picture of just a massive glass of beer. He's, he's holding at the camera. I mean, he looks like Harry Nielsen. He was. Oh, well, no, he doesn't. He's not here. He did sort of look like him, though. He looked like that was maybe his third or fourth. And Saturday night, and and tweeted, "Hey, we found a Hawkeye party, and there was just a ton of people in this bar with a, all in black and gold, just drunk." Oh yeah, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> but no, it was a happy moment for women's basketball. I mean, and I was surprised when they said it was an all-time tournament record and it was only 9,700. I thought there would just be more. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. I, that was surprising me. And I'm not knocking women's basketball or anything, or, but that 9,700, Caitlin Clark has a big impact on that. But I just thought it would be more. I mean, there was yeah. 5,000 more that watched the, 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 men's the death game. march that was yesterday's <laughs> game. That just screwed my week up you just know, entirely. Yeah, we were going to leave it. We were going to leave early Friday. They were going to play at 8.30 on Friday. Had the, We were going to leave like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. Now we're leaving Wednesday early afternoon. I mean, it's just completely screwed everything up. So I, And it's really all about us. I don't <laughs> care about what happened on the court. It, no, it just it, it dramatically changed everything. I mean, it did. I mean, that, but that's the way this season has been. I never considered that they were going to lose this game. And that's my fault. 
I had a, I felt more confident about this than I did football. Football with that offense, I wouldn't. I wasn't that surprised they lost to Nebraska. I mean, with their terrible offense at that time, but I was shocked that they lost yesterday. Yeah, it was a big disappointment. It, it was. Yeah. And there were some controversial calls, that charging call at the end. I thought he was still moving. Maybe I've got the Hawkeye blurred vision, whatever, but it was <laughs> close. It was some, I mean, it was a close call, but I thought he was moving a little bit. But just an, And unfortunately, it was the same ref that – Fran had the stare down with, and he just raced <laughs> off the court, and there were people chasing after him. I mean, they, some people wanted they wanted to discuss things with him. Let's put it that way. He made the call. But, I mean, yeah, that call did hurt, but, you know, Iowa only has itself to blame. I mean, they missed 14 of 17 threes in the second half. I thought they took two. They took 37 threes. To the threes either – this team either thrives or dies with yeah. three-point shooting. More than most teams do, and a lot of teams are impacted by it, but – I thought they just took some bad shots at the end, and Nebraska just played well. I mean, Hoiberg's kid, he ain't little lick. I mean, he's not a superstar by any means, but he's pretty good when they put him in there. He's smart. He made some free throws. He made a big three-pointer. I'll give him credit. Jack Hoiberg with his little headband. Little lick. He ain't little lick. <laughs> Way better than little lick. Nobody's little no, lick. Nobody's better. I need to send a shout out to my Drake Bulldogs for making the NCAA tournament. They won the Missouri Valley tournament yesterday. They're in the tournament for the first time since 2008. Now they just got to figure out a way to keep Darian DeVries there because schools, bigger schools are going to be coming after him. Well, the only way to keep it is to pay him more money, and Drake obviously can only pay so much money, so we'll see what happens. But great achievement for Darian DeVries, who's the brother of Jared DeVries, former Iowa football player. And um, so happy for the Bulldogs. They're in the tournament. Would yeah. love to see Drake and Iowa both in Des Moines, but that ain't going to happen. They're, Iowa has played itself out. I mean, hell, who knows? Maybe they will send him to Des Moines, but there's no way. They'll send him to Albany, New York, or somewhere <laughs> way far away. Well, it, yeah, it was a – the women just absolutely – I you know, some people get, well, it should have been – it wasn't really an exciting game. Well, I, I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. if you're not like an Iowa fan, it yeah. wasn't an exciting game. No. no. But, Nobody would have watched it. But an, if Iowa, you're an Iowa fan, fan, I just thought this is a nice way to win in the weekend. I don't have to freaking worry to stress, about stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I go still, to the bathroom a couple I'm still times. I'm amazed though, that you guys like worry and this stuff I do. impacts you. Because I, I, I really wouldn't even call you a hardcore fan. You're just. I mean, you're a fan, but you're not like a fan fan who knows like the. No, I don't know the. But, but I, it impacts your daily living. Well, I mean, I sooner mean, I can I, understand. I go on. I mean, I. But you act like it's tougher. Oh God! I had Jan, can you just hold me? I mean, just, <laughs> me, I mean, is it really like that for you? Sooner no, I get it. It's not like that. It's just that during, during the game, I just would like to. Some games have been so damn close. I just like to relax and know that we're like 30 points ahead. Yes. And okay. I can go, you know, grab some, Live. some potato chips. So when they're the only bathroom. up by three or down, you can't do the potato mm-hmm. chips? You can't no. relieve your bladder? No. I see, that's I what I don't really That's bladder. what I just find odd. I will stay there. No sporting event has ever made me do that. And I, you know, I love the Cubs. I mean, I will the Cubs 2006, that last That's inning of the World Series. I probably would have peed my pants. I would, that was one thing there yeah. where I was like, okay. come on. And then when they hit that slow roller, I'm yeah. like, God, is he going to field it? And Chris yeah. Bryant did. Then I was okay. That's the one time in my life. My mom was still alive. They finally, but I mean, I want the Hawkeyes to win all the time, but I don't get just, it just doesn't ruin your life. It if doesn't they lose. grip me and 
put me in an emotional stranglehold. Suter, I get it. It's his life. I get it. I mean, it's what he's growing up with and whatever. But I still find it so kind of odd. I don't know. It's sports. I, yeah, yeah. I, when, I, when I've got to relax, when, I, when I'm rooting for a team and it's a close game, you do get a little tense. I was I was watching the game Saturday, the women's game Saturday, and you know, I was very relieved when it finally, you know. Well, I don't get all tensed up like somebody's attacking me in in the supermarket. <laughs> okay, well that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yes, yes. <clears throat> I mean, God, I just, I just, it was so annoying. He's just insufferable. <laughs> and I used to kind of get along with the guy, but when he starts screaming, we got to get Republicans back in office to fix inflation. And I'm like, what's their solution? What are they going to do? You know, and I'm not, a, I even said, I go, I'm not a Democrat. And it was bad because his wife, he had people there with him. And I just, I got a little, I just, basically, I just told him to leave me the F alone. <laughs> you know, because I don't want to talk to. Well, you have no control over what this station's politics Yeah, the last are. thing I'm going to try to do is tell you to shut up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, seriously, think about that. I mean, and I don't... You can say whatever you want about politics. That's your well, view. Yeah, well, and don't listen. You don't well, like that, Don't listen. Yes, that's the other thing. Just don't listen if you don't like yeah. what he says. You I don't want him. to listen. No, you actually, you don't. No. But he just kept saying, we got to get Republicans back in office. And I'm like, Why? And he goes, because well, Democrats are, are destroying office. Well, they do. Have, they've had it for almost four months. They haven't made any recommendations on inflation. Nothing. I wish if they could come up with something, great, do yeah, it. No, I'm cheer up. I mean, my high V bill the other day was $61, and I looked down, and it was just nothing. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and the, 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 they, they feel sorry for me when I'm leaving there, the, the people checking me out. They actually express sympathy. <laughs> Start. Well, they realize this should guy just about. Should we crowdsource for you? <laughs> well, this guy really, because they see what I'm buying. I'm wasting money with beer. They see that I'm really buying nothing that you need. And I, th I think they shake their head and they're like, God, we just own that guy. <laughs> That's how it is. But then, you know, so, but yeah, I don't like to talk politics anytime, but especially in the aisle of a grocery store with a nutbag who's just. <laughs> Who's just so wrapped in the right wing, blah blah blah, and, you know, and but whatever. But yeah, if they can come up with a, if Jim Jordan can come up with a solution for inflation, do it. Other than just there, the first thing they'd say, well, we got to stop funding Ukraine. I'm a believer that if we do stop doing that, we're going to pay a bigger price down the oh, road. Yeah, absolutely, that's my concern. And if they don't agree with it, fine, I don't care. That's how I feel, though. Well, the whole, yeah, it, there's just... The concern, though, as I have is, and then we'll get off the politics, but yeah. since Suter's, this is really not a Hawk Fanatic segment anyway. Maybe <laughs> Dallas will put the clicking sound back in. <laughs> but the concern is that I think there's some people in this country that want Russia to win, and that's what scares me. Yeah, there and are And they want to there. help Russia. They, want, they side with Russia in this because they hate Ukraine. I mean, I don't get the Russia love in our country right now. I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. I don't understand it. It's what well, the whole thing is just bizarre. The the crap about you know the anti LGBTQ stuff. I don't get that down. either. I mean, I don't care what those people do. Taking, as long as they don't do it in my front Taking year. books. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, DeSantis when, is going to be in Iowa. When is he going to be here? I don't He's going to be in De West Des Moines, I think. Yeah, yeah uh, sometime this weekend. I Trump's going to be in Davenport. Yep. Uh, the birthplace of the American Nazi Party. <laughs> yeah. Where will he be in Davenport? Uh, at the uh, Adler Theater. Yeah. Okay. You guys going to go down there? No. Should do a remote. You imagine <laughs> you doing a remote with Trumpers? That would be that would be good radio. 
yelling, screaming. But yeah, like I said, I just it was unfor- it was unfortunate that I had to do that in front of the people that he was with, and I didn't even want to make. I don't. I know it was one of uh, one of his. Di- I just I, it was just embarrassing. But the he guy just, is embarrassing. He is. He and he wanted just me to tell you guys to you know to stop talking about your crazy political stuff and start saying what he agrees with. Well, <laughs> what he should do is just not very listen. seriously. Not instead listen. Of, <clears throat> instead of attacking you. <clears throat> and others that work here. No, attacking, do, attacking's a little strong. He annoyed me is what he did. Okay. Yeah. He should talk to me, and it ain't going to end well no. if he does. Except you're not inviting him to call into the Hawks no. fanatic segment, are you? No, I don't want him listening. Yeah, I he don't, does. You know, he, he can't help himself. Some pe- there, there are people like that, yes. I, oh, I know. I hear them all. They tell me how so, bad the show is. <laughs> Your show sucks. And, and then every week they tell me what we just talked about. If you don't <laughs> like it. Yeah. Don't Why listen. are you wasting your time? Yeah, don't listen. DeSantis is in Davenport uh, uh, Friday, yeah. and then he's going to be in Des Moines also on Friday. Trump is coming on the 13th. I want DeSantis to wear those white boots. So hopefully we'll get some. <laughs> is, it gonna be, is there going to be precip? Uh, yeah. He, got, he can tuck his blue jeans into those white boots that went up to his knees. <laughs> he looked like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Well, sort of. Well, then somebody's got a, uh, who was it? Somebody's got a picture of somebody in drag that just... I can't remember. I just don't get that stuff. It's so yeah. exhausting. Well, and he's a I, former governor. What's his name? Well, that's Hulk, what I was, no. I can't remember. It's so exhausting. Bates or something. Well, why? You know, like this is a huge problem. Inflation's a problem. Yes, I don't see uh, anyone war, coming up with. A, yeah, the war in Ukraine's a problem. Healthcare is still a problem. Uh, there's a lot of problems, and they ain't talking about any of them. I know. I no, don't get investigations it. and uh, yeah, investigations uh, culture wars. And culture wars. Yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And that CPAC, that, <laughs> I'm your retribution. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, we, yeah, that's what we want is somebody to get in for retribution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it was just like when he gave his acceptance speech, American Carnage. Yes. If it was a movie, I'd be like, okay, this is getting a little bit um, beyond belief. Yeah. It's like Death Wish 3. When yeah. the multicultural gang came together with people between the ages of like twelve and forty, you know those Death Witch movies were just number one was acceptable, but then they should have just stopped. Like Rocky, I mean, by the time you got to Rocky three, the, the Russian Rocky that was ridiculous. Then he came back and fought Tommy Morrison in the street in Rocky five. That was even more ridiculous. Now I will say when he became Creed's trainer, Creed two, those were okay. You know, those ones, because they didn't have him fighting guys 45 years younger than him and winning, <laughs> you know. Have you seen Creed 1 or Creed 2? Uh-uh. They're not bad. I made yeah. it through all of Creed 2. I didn't make it through all of Creed 1, but they were not bad. No. And Creed 2, he fights Ivan Drago's son, who's much bigger and strong, who t- destroys him in the first fight. Then he goes out with Rocky in the desert and trains and yeah. all that stuff, push-ups and all you know, doing it for Mick I and everything, and then Rocky he wins. Rocky won and Which gave, was great. Gave, fantastic. Yeah. Rocky won was fantastic. Yeah. yeah I, I can so watch too. it every time. But I then I gave up. I've already seen Rocky. Yeah. He, How about Butkus? That was his real dog. Yeah. Yeah. I that, saw on social media that the turtles that he had. Were those his too? Are still alive. Really? They lived that long? Yeah. Turtles, God, turtles can live 100 years. Wow. He well, still has them, apparently. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Cuff and Link. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I remember they get they, he adopts Butkus, and the first thing they show is him dragging Butkus on some five mile. Butkus is like, God, give me back to the dog town. <laughs> give me back to the pet store, man. This, is, you know, Rocky's dragging him all over. But no, Rocky and Rocky two was okay. It was, but I mean, the only one that got better was The Godfather. I guess he's pretty good in the some stream thing oh yeah where he's the the uh, ex-felon that uh, yeah. gets uh, i still say the best out, I, out, he's in tulsa or something yeah they get they demote him to tulsa yeah i still say the best movie he's ever done acting is copland he is great copland Cop is a good with movie. de niro right yeah because he plays just a big puffy dopey small town sheriff who everyone kind of walks over and i mean it, he was really good in that movie that was a good that's movie. a good movie it yeah. was just on the other day yeah. really good at you got harvey keitel um Ray Liotta, yeah. Um, of course, Sylvester Stallone. What Serena, the girl? What's the Paul Serena's daughter? What's her name? Uh, Mara. Cerver- She's Cer- in it. Yeah, Servino. Servino. Mara Servino. Something like yeah. No, yeah. just a really good cast. I was yeah. just amazed at how he played that part. I mean, he he looked like he gained a bunch of weight for the part yeah. too, like De Niro did for Raging Bull. Yeah. Yeah, and De Niro's in that movie and. Um, the loudmouth now, Michael Rappaport, who just drives me crazy. <laughs> I mean, I get, I see him on Twitter sometimes, just screaming, like picking fights with Trump, and just, I just, it's just, you know, I hate that too. I just I, get tired you know, of it. Yeah, I don't like the. I don't. Know. I wouldn't mind seeing Michael Rappaport. So effed up. Would you like to see Michael Rappaport and Trump fight? I would. I would. I'd, I'd rather like see to- that than them both just talking. I'd like to see... Nobody uh, goes out of their comfort zone. No, Tucker Carlson's never in front of no. people. that They're all just in their own comfort zone. Yeah. I'd like to see Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon do a debate for an hour. How do you think that would go? <laughs> or Tucker Carlson with um, Anderson Cooper. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, Anderson, you know, he's not going to... No, he, but it would be interesting. Nobody yeah. goes out of their comfort zone. Everyone just yeah. stays in their cocoon and just blah, blah, blah. I guess uh, there's a bunch of shareholders of Fox that are uh, uh, filing a suit this week against. Uh, they want uh, they want management taken out of Fox News. Well, and he's yeah. releasing there. He's releasing the January six tapes tonight. I'm sure that's going to be objective and genuine and whatever. Yeah. Back to the Hawks. Yeah, but we're going to leave Wednesday, so obviously we won't have a show on. Friday, I, I don't, we're not going to leave, I, I should be able to come in here Wednesday, we're not going to leave until, um, well, I mean, they don't play, we don't need to leave, probably won't leave until Dallas gets off work, because I don't want to leave at like 1 and get into Chicago at like 4. No, during rush I'd rather hour, time not a good idea. Get, <laughs> I'd rather time it to where we get there between like 7 and 9, that's the best time to get there. Yeah. Agreed. And then, and I got a feeling they're going to make a run, it would not surprise me if they won two or three games in this thing, it really wouldn't, it Hello. really would not. You know, I thought Robbie Hummel made a good observation, except he made it like five or six times about uh, uh, Chris Murray's shot, how he's kind of fading one way or the other or fading back. Uh, but he, but once again, yesterday, there's just a lot of shots that just really looked ugly from him. Well, he did keep his streak of air balls going. I mean, he did have an <laughs> air ball. Well, we were kind of joking about that. But and then he started so smooth. Uh, there's sometimes, yeah, I think he does maybe fade a little bit. But, you know, we're critiquing a guy who had 22 points and seven rebounds. I mean, that's, that's all good point. That's all Big Ten performance. Do you think there's any chance he comes back next no, year? No, no, none. No, I don't either. No, it's his fourth year. No, he's moving on. And I do think he's going to get okay. drafted mid to late first round. But, no, I would be stunned if he came back. Yep. All right. Go Hawks. Yep. But um, I, I, and I love Peyton Sanford. Don't get me wrong. He's a nice guy. He's a great quote. He's great with me. I thought he took a rushed three-pointer in traffic. 
and I think what happens when you have the kind of game against Michigan State, you get to believe in your, your, maybe this three is the savior more than – I just thought they took a couple bad shots. And then Patrick McCaffrey made all those threes uncharacteristically for him. And the other players see that, and they're like, yep, threes are going to rescue us. And I just think sometimes you rely too much on threes, and it's up and down. But, I mean, Nebraska was 14 of 26 from three. Iowa was 12 of 37. That's the difference in the game. Point-wise was not very big, but Iowa had 21 more shots than Nebraska and dominated points off turnovers, bench points, points in the paint, dominated all the stats except for the shooting stats in the second half. Hi, you're on the air. Didn't want to be. That was a business line. Hey, this place is like we, this is like a ghost town. What's up? Well, Tommy's off today. The scooter's gone. Yeah, I don't know where our other sales rep is. Uh, Tommy sent me a funny text about saying if they won and got to the championship game, they would have to stay another. They would have to stay another. Yeah. Well, that's what he said. I yeah. know. I just got the wording of "have to" is like yeah. it, like like they're on on assignment. Right. I got a kick out of that. Um, but, yeah, I figured he wouldn't be in because um, my guess is they're driving home today, right? Yes. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i actually reached out to try to – I want to get Rick Heller on. I'd like to try to get him on um, before I leave. He he had a conflict this morning. But I'd like to get him on before I leave for the tournament, maybe Wednesday. That would be great. And they're, they're, yeah, they're 9-1. and one. I've said up at the beginning of the year I thought this team had a chance to be really good, and they've beaten some pretty good competition. I don't know what Pepperdine is in baseball, but Pepperdine and those schools are usually pretty good, well, and they, Iowa just throttled them. Yeah, 10-1. to one. Yeah, uh, so. And then they, uh, they, they swept the series. They are 9-1. and one. They haven't uh, had a bet start this good since 2015. I mean, Brody Breck and Marcus Morgan both had good outings. Yep. starting pitchers. They only went four innings or whatever, but they're all on pitch counts right now anyway. So Marcus had, I believe he had seven strikeouts in four innings. That's almost two an inning. So his ball's moving. No, there's a lot to be excited about with baseball. Um, and I think it's going to be a fun spring. Because, yeah. God, you know, before you know it, basketball's going to be over. I mean, Iowa yeah. may have two games left. Yeah. I mean, they could lose They could lose Thursday, then wait for the NCAA. I mean, that's how, this, that's how sudden this is right now. I mean, remember, we thought the women were going to make a deep run, and they got beat in the second round of the tournament last year. I yeah. don't think that's going to happen this year, but you never say never. So, yeah, this is enjoy it while it lasts. Well, let's take a break. We will be, we, uh, we'll be back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800 800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. 
Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Month at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Bring in your tax refund and save. Buy a new 2022 Ford F-150 with 0% financing and up to $8,000 off. We have over 75 top quality used vehicles. Trucks starting at $59.90 and cars from $49.90. Payments from $199 a month with zero down. Truck Month at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog, an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked, juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at Finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. <laughs> 
Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Hi, I'm Jim Street, owner of Streets Maintenance. As a licensed, insured, and bonded master plumber, I specialize in all plumbing repairs, including but not limited to water heater and sump pumps to toilet and faucet repairs and replacements. As an Iowa City native, I know how frustrating it can be when any part of your plumbing system breaks down. That's why I only use trusted brands and quality materials. I offer same-day, next-day service coupled with a fair price. I also offer general services to mobile homes. For more information about my business, I'm online at streetsmaintenance.com and Facebook, or give me a call at 400-4483. 400-4483. Streets Maintenance, honest plumbing at a fair price. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyok Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyok has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyok is like a warm hug, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies to go, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. Download the new 1630 KCJJ app. Keep up with the latest news, weather, and high school sports. You can send us pictures, audio, and video. Access our social media, chat with us, and listen wherever you go. You can even listen to our sister station, 99 Plus KFMH. The new 1630 KCJJ app. Available now in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Seven minutes away from 10 o'clock. It's the greatest app ever, Steve. It's the greatest app <laughs> in the history of Aptum. Aptum, yes. <laughs> Pat, I can't believe you haven't brought up the fact that it's David Gilmore's birthday today. I was not aware that it was. He is 77. Wow, that's depressing. <laughs> that really is depressing. Now, that 50th anniversary Dark Side of the Moon, is it out yet, or is it coming out this week? Or I don't know if it's officially out. I know it's supposed to. 
What are they doing with it? Are they remastering it for the 10th time? I don't know exactly what that... I know there's a a, a, a Dark Side of the Moon concert from the mid-70s that's part of the set. Well, that'll be neat. That that will be neat. Yeah, that will be neat. I saw Pink Floyd at um, Cyclone Stadium back in 89, I think it was. Uh Uh-huh. And they did a little bit of Dark Side. It was cool. They had the big, massive pink pig floating around the stadium. <laughs> I always got a kick out of it. The thing was huge. Just a big pink pig yeah. from animals. Pigs. Yes, I know. Sheep, dogs, and pigs. What do you think? What were they? There's I almost a... put sheep on today in his, in, in his honor on my, on my KFMA show this afternoon. Oh, sheep but, would make but le- sheep would last five seconds on this stage. It's 11 minutes My long. buddy from sheep. Chicago got a big kick he, when he realized what I, who I my affiliation with you guys and he was listening and they played um i think molly played maroon five and what's her name bandel or Ad- Cardi B. adele no adele oh, back adele. to back and this guy gets the biggest kick that i work for a station that plays maroon five because <laughs> he goes you he goes i haven't pat i haven't talked to you in years but he goes his his son his kids love maroon five and he hates it because he has the same music taste as me all right what's going on i Do just want him to lower done. you a little bit and he's not paying attention. No, I, why would I do that? <laughs> but he just gets a kick out of that. I work for a station that played Maroon Five and Adele back. And then he no, I Maroon Five makes my skin crawl. I don't like their music. Do you? Yeah, I don't have a problem. With well, I, 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 it's just not. It's just not me. I'd listen to Adele no, scream before I'd listen no. to Maroon Five. It's not you. See, Adele wears me out. I. Well, I, I said I, if I had to listen to one song from those two groups, I'd listen to her I've, yell and scream no, or before that. He left me. Yeah. Crap. I'm but Maroon 5 just, yeah. ugh, just... See, but you don't like Billie Eilish, and she's very quiet. I can't... You know, very seriously, I don't know. It's cartoon music to me. Well, what okay. Is? Billie Eilish. I don't even know what it is. You, you would not like it. Is he as good as Donnie Iris? Well, it's a woman. Oh, all right. She's a hot ter- woman. Terrifically popular. Really? Yes. Yeah. Remember, I remember Aaliyah, Donnie Ives. How's he good? I like that yeah, song. Yeah, we play that. I like he that He was song. in uh, Wild Cherry and uh, played that funky music. And he was also in The Jaggers that did The Rapper. Yeah. Have not seen either one. Had not yeah, actually hear. I, you remember those songs though? Play that funky music, white uh, boy. Yeah, I hated that song. And you know, rapper, rapper, rap. They call him the rap. That one I don't recall. Yeah, <laughs> but I do recall the first one. Yeah, so he he he's he's been in like some pretty uh, played some pretty big songs, yeah. and then Aliyah. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a good song. Though. Love is like a rock. <laughs> that one I don't recall. I like but that. no, my buddy just got a big kick out of that. Yeah. And he asked what other. I go, man, they play, and I butchered all the names. They play <laughs> Wendy Perry, and, and he's like, who? Because I couldn't remember all the names. And I go, uh, um, um, Taylor Swift, this big one. And um, he said he doesn't mind. He, he said his kids would love your station. That's what he said. And they're, I think he said they were between the ages of like 12 and 16. He said they would love your station with the music you play. So I, I get it. You're appealing to the kids, no, to the masses. Well, actually, 25 to, to 50, No, he said his 12-year-old loves... Well, I'm sure that they do. Loves but, Taylor Swift and Maroon 5. They wouldn't love us playing Bonnie Raitt, which we play. Or 
Yeah, know? I don't know. Maybe they maybe yeah. the twelve year old loves Bonnie Raitt. I don't yeah. mind Bonnie Raitt. I can listen to that. Well, that's why that's why we mark we push the thing from twenty five to fifty four. Yeah, the morning show doesn't. Oh, so I'm, a, I'm of... older than that now. That's why I don't like your music now because I'm I'm out of that demographic. No, you didn't like our music when you were thirteen. <laughs> you weren't going to like it. Thirteen, maybe. I mean, yeah. maybe because I, I hadn't been pro. I, I your been... mind with music just I don't understand it because you don't like it, and I understand you don't like it. You know, but then you know every freaking you know the lyrics more than more than I do, I've, and I've been playing it for fifty nine years. Well, because he, he and I are basically the same. We listen to radio all the time growing up, and these songs are just embedded, whether you liked them or not. They were on the air all the time. And I did listen a lot on road trips to radio and what have you. And I wasn't one of those. I didn't have a CD play. I wasn't one of the first ones to have a CD player right. in my car. Yeah, and I do. Yeah, you gotta, you know, know your fr- keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> That's the way I handle music you too. The KIOA growing up, I think I did. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't listen, guys. I was never a big radio listener unless I was in the car, and I'm still that way. I don't. I've never. My dad never listened to the radio except for when he was in the car. That's just that's just how I. The concept of listening yeah. to radio when you're not in the car was new to me when I came here back 15 years ago i was fortunate enough to have a brother 10 years older than me and he had the radio on all the time yeah so, see my dad never you know, did so i was listening to wls and wcfl and he had a stereo and we were playing records all the time so i mean we had music on constantly and my dad god bless him would let's let us listen to wls on road trips well and you also listen to <laughs> bad music if you're trying to um work it if you know what i mean you know, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of Billy Ocean and a lot of crap over the years. And look where it got me nowhere. Yeah. You know, Caribbean Queen. Remember that well, song? God, yeah. good lord. Well, I mean, you know, don't love me in with all the. I you, you play a little Billy Ocean, don't you? No, I don't. You've never played Billy Ocean, and when he was peaking, no, I bet you I did. Think no, we I did it. Don't we have any Billy Ocean in? I We've got you. it in there. You got Caribbean Queen. Let's hear it. We don't know. We don't we have, have to hear no, it. Isn't that his biggest hit? Yeah, but I don't think we have it. Get out of my dreams and into my car. Just, Is that Billy Ocean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we that was a bad song. Oh, yeah. We, no, I don't. There was a lot of bad ones there. Yeah. there's Of every era, there's a lot of bad there ones. There is. Yes. I mean, the the kinks later on with Art Lover. And yeah, that but you don't guy. like Eight Man, so I just dismiss any of your <laughs> kinks. Any of your kinks' opinion is just... It's, eight Man sucks. Eight Man is great. I, I think you're... you're the only ones who suffer are our listeners for not being able to be honored with hearing Ape Man. But they can always go by the Kink's Greatest Hits. Yeah, and, and, but you like Don't Forget to Dance, and I think that's a I, horrible song. Yeah, I love that song. See, it's all a matter of opinion. Yeah, I don't know what... I mean, that's a kind of a slow love song. It's, yeah. Um, it's Captain Thinks Everything. It's syringes and free bass. What's this? Which one? Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Boy, this, just, creepy. this just drips 80s, doesn't it? <laughs> How much money do you think he made off this? A oh, lot. A lot. Oh. It's all coming back to me now, like <laughs> college frat parties and mixers. and Just, God, I'd have to go home and put animals on as quickly as I could. <laughs> Grab your rubber tubes. Rubber tubes, yes. syringes. and Yeah. <laughs> But all right, back to the Hawks. <laughs> Doing that a lot today. Oh, we are going to have Rick Keller on at 1030 on Wednesday. Talk a little Iowa baseball. Go a little later. Because like I said, I we're not leaving until probably th- 4. I'm guessing if we leave around 4, that'll time it to where the worst of 
because we're staying out in we're not staying in the media hotel we're staying a little bit in, out in the west suburbs and um but you still want to avoid the 294 oh, that's and horrible. the Mannheim strangle strangler up there by um Westchester, where the uh, traffic, where you got like eight lanes converging into, yes. they've at least fixed it. It used to be eight lanes converging into like two. Yes. And you would be stopped for an hour. Now I think there's four lanes to where it's a little better, but always try to avoid the Mannheim Strangler. That's the exit, Mannheim. And um, so we'll do that too. But but yeah, I mean, I I just went into that game yesterday saying, you know, we're not leaving for Chicago till Friday. This week, I'll be able to get some stuff done. And now we're leaving early yeah. Wednesday. I mean, it's just so much changed. With that game, and I just never entertained the thought of them losing. But that's just been the season. I mean, they swept Rutgers, got swept by Wisconsin, although then you're trying to cheer for Rutgers last night. God, their offense. I mean, Licklider would have been frustrated with their offense. <laughs> they were so – Rutgers is so bad offensively, you knew that game was okay, over. Okay, hold on. We got a uh, breaking news. Uh, $4 million – this is from the register. $4 million uh, – Settlement has been reached in the Iowa football discrimination. That's what suit. I thought was coming. Auditor wants Gary Barta out. <laughs> a $4.175 million settlement has been reached in the lawsuit by a group of black former Iowa uh, football players who claimed head coach Kirk Ferentz oversaw a racially discriminatory culture. The Iowa Department of Management's State Appeal Board was expected to vote on the settlement Monday afternoon, which would have the Iowa Athletics Department paying out $2.175 million, the state picking up the remainder. Iowa State Auditor Rob Sand, one of three appeal board members, said Monday morning he would oppose using taxpayer funds for the settlement unless Iowa Athletics Director Gary Barta was ousted. The State Appeals Board is a three-member board comprised of the auditor of the state, the treasurer of the state, and the director of the department. The board approves or rejects and pays claims against the state or a state employee and resolves local budget issues. Under Gary Barton's leadership at the University of Iowa Athletics Department, we've had the Peter Gray scandal plus three instances of discrimination totaling nearly $7 million in damages, uh, setting aside other suits, Sand said in a statement to other settlement board See, this members. See, is, this is no longer, this is not a sports story anymore. This is, this is no longer, I mean, but we knew this was coming. I yeah. mean, everyone, I had a lot of people, hey, you, what do you think of this, Hardy? You were wrong the whole time. The moment they dropped that case, they knew they were getting money. They weren't yeah. getting the 20, but they're getting a lot of money. Think about that. Million they're getting $4 million. Dollars. Yeah. After the largest settlement um, involving former field uh, hockey coach Tracy Griesbaum and her partner Jane Meyer, Barta asserted no wrong was done. Now we have a new matter for $4 million more, and for the first time they want part of it paid from taxpayers' general fund, even though they now collect tens of millions of dollars annually through the Big Ten TV deal. Enough is enough. Clear personal accountability is necessary. I will not support taxpayer funding this settlement unless Gary Barta is no longer employed at the university and forfeits any severance or similar pay. I encourage you to join me. Real accountability will help prevent discrimination, protecting both taxpayers and future victims. Uh, the key settlement details are as follows. The state of Iowa was on the hook to pay $2 million to the plaintiffs, 
with the Iowa Athletics Department being responsible for the remaining $2.175 million. About 45.5% of the settlement will go toward attorney fees of $1,878,750. Oh, the Gazette's got a story, too. Another $35 million, uh, more than $35 million, will go toward other costs. The firm of Tulsa-based civil rights attorney Demario Solomon Simmons, who was the lead counsel for the players, will be paid the full settlement amount. Wow. Well, I'll be writing a column this afternoon. Yeah, this stuff all broke this morning. I um, And did Rob Sand do a press conference? Because the Gazette's got the exact same quotes. He must have. Yeah. As the register. That's interesting. Um, he must have. Well, you know, that's what you do in his position. And I'm not saying I told you so, but I did say this was a settlement. Because there was this perception, oh, they knew they had no case. No, they finally got enough money promised to them. And they're like, okay, $4 million for seven football players? Think about that. Yeah. And it's not a good look. And, you know, what's funny is all the blame is going to be th- thrown towards Gary Barta. He's the one. And, um, and you know, that's why I don't think Brian Ferentz wanted this thing to – because he knew this was not going to be a good look. For, this isn't a good look for football. This isn't a good no. look for anything athletic-related right now. No, it isn't. So, yeah, I mean, because um, I'm reading the quotes in Vanessa Miller's story. They're the exact same quotes that you're reading in the Register story. So they must have released something. Yeah, he all... released it. We, that's, uh, Did you guys get something? Yeah, got tipped me off as I, I got a, the release from uh, from Rob Sand. We used to have Rob Sand on the, on the program, uh, but he was so ridiculously boring. <laughs> so do you guys have the, stu- the, do you have the actual quote sent to you? Uh, he has not released anything from his. Well, yeah, he get? did. He held a news conference today. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I have. Okay. Um, so then he's um, uh, here's what I've got from Rob Sand. Please see the attached news relief with details on a news conference being held at the state auditors regarding Auditor Sand's plan to vote against a proposed settlement. Okay, because I all right, I just want to make sure I can yeah. post up on my because I'm not going to post stuff in well, the register. Well, I can. No, there's a letter got, from the auditor. Uh, of state. You guys will put. Can you guys got, put it together and I'll you okay and I'll. Well, use, I'll just I'll send it to send you. It to, okay, and then I'll yeah I'll post that on my website I'll and then but I'm going to write a column. What's I mean, your uh, email? I'd rather not say it on a, the air. It's just a statement. I think I have released. it. You should I think have it. I have it. it. I have it. This was from actually Friday. But my guess is... It probably just got they, released. It probably just public. got released this morning because the yeah. Register and the Gazette both had it at the exact... I just got it this, I just got it just like when I broke it. Well, in. they've had it for a while because they've this already is, had stories written. You, they did, sent it to us just before 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, and the Register and the Gazette both have detailed stories that took a while to write. So my guess is they knew about it this weekend. Well, and we're, But we're told to wait until okay. Rob released it on but Monday. But did you get it? Um, I'll check. check your email. This stuff always happens when I'm on the air. <laughs> But with this, I mean, it's not like everyone has it. I mean, okay, let's see. I'll check. Ah, my phone just does nothing but buffer out here. Oh, everything buffers out here. Yes, I did get it. Yeah, I did. Okay. I just got it. So yeah, when I get home. So they're having. He's having a news conference at ten thirty this morning in Des Moines. Yes. Okay. Is it going to be streamed? Yes. Well, we can do I that. do agree with him, though, that taxpayer money shouldn't be used to pay this settlement. Don't you? Yes. Why should we pay it? 
No, I said, yeah, they got the money. I don't know why we should pay it. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, they are getting millions of dollars from the TV. Yes. And this is, though, I mean, I forgot about the Peter Gray situation, but then you got Jane, Jane Meyer and Tracy Griesbaum, mm -hmm. and now you got, that's just... When I, she dies, she's going to the place that's the best. Is that Norman Greenbaum? <laughs> but I just, but this does not surprise me at all. I, I was thinking it wouldn't be this much. I was thinking it would maybe be a couple million, but the fact that they were so willing to just dismiss the case, do you knew that their lawyer, they got what they wanted. I'm sure... Akram Wiley and those guys are smiling. Will we be now. able to? I don't them? know. I'll check. Okay. I mean, four million dollars is a lot of money. Well, yeah. the lawyers get almost half of it. Yeah. Well, that's still two but million. Still, two million dollars for seven football players. That's pretty good. Do the math on that. That's it, that's, that's a, like less than three hundred thousand a piece, but that's still pretty good coin. Well, yeah, yeah. Hello. Um, you guys were talking about the Meyer and Grishvan settlement. Do you know if that was paid by the? university athletics or was it their insurance that paid it i'm sure it was their insurance most of it but then your rates go up anyway it's not a good look do you it, think that if they if the appeal board or the state board doesn't approve the settlement will they just uh try and get the ui insurance athletics insurance to pay it i'm sure not? that's ideally they'd love but man you can't just keep asking your insurance to bail you out of lawsuits no, eventually that's going to catch up with you isn't it yeah isn't that I, how yeah, insurance probably. works but, you know i I don't know why taxpayers should foot anything. Yeah, I don't think they should. I don't either. And I agree with Rob Sam. All right, thanks. Yeah. And he follows me on Twitter. And don't you do the thing with the police sometimes? Rob Sam. I laughed when you did that one time. <laughs> that made me laugh. That was funny. <laughs> he said, he said he's I made you laugh one time. He no, said, you... I said he's been hearing that ever since he was in college. <laughs> I think that when I thought that, I'm like, that is, that I giggled. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, I say just following up on what you guys are talking about, that if you go to the KCRG website, they're saying the total is actually $7 million. Thanks. Okay. How can they be so different? Don't know. I, I, they might have got it incorrect. I can't imagine the Register and the Gazette would both be wrong. They have the exact the same figure, exact yes. same quote. And that's what was put out by Rob Sand. I don't think that, you know. And the... Um, and they released their stories almost at the exact same time, which makes me think that they were told in advance and that they were told to embargo it. Don't really. And because Vanessa has a story. And, but yeah, well, I guess I know what I'll be doing. Well, today. yeah, the Gazette and the, and the register both can't have the same amount. And then, okay. So the KCRG headline says Barda UI requests 4.2 million to settle football discrimination case. Part of the University of Iowa Athletic Department are requesting a state panel approve a $7 million settlement, including $2 million from the state general fund to settle a discrimination lawsuit. So. Okay. Well, it's just not a good look. No. 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 Not a good look for Gary. And I think it was some fans are to the point where they're fed up. Because like I said, I think there was a lot of fans that thought when that stuff settled, when that dismissals came out, oh, this is over. Uh, there was nothing to this. The people that were pushing this thing were just trying to tear down Iowa football. Why anybody would want to tear down Iowa football? No. When they, when I read that and saw that they had all agreed to dismiss without prejudice, I'm like, settlement, it's coming. I said it on the air. Isn't Sand Democrat? Yes. yes. And there is his problem. <laughs> uh, I don't think the regents are going to go along with Sand. 
Oh, I could see that. This this well, will a, be this will a, be political. Yeah, it's a three member panel, so it, it's a, his vote is no, so the other two will probably vote yes. Yeah, because the treasurer's Republican, and I don't know. Well, and most of the people that have attacked me for being a libtard, racist, baiting, whatever, are Hawkeye conservatives. I, I tell by you yeah. know you look at them, yeah. and that this thing is political. The people. Yeah, Do you think I, Bart is in jeopardy of losing his job? I, you know, I, I would think at this stage, possibly, but that's got to be the president who I know nothing about, Barbara Wilson, other than um, she was in Hart earlier. Yeah. Or no, was she, she? That was Nancy. Nancy Wilson. And then um, the Board of Regents, I, I, they're, they're the ones that make the call on Gary Barta, right? Uh, yeah. It's got to be. It's either the president or, yeah. or the Board of Regents. Yeah. and. To me, a lot of this is going to depend on how donors react to this, and but I think this is just is beyond a disturbing pattern now. This is just too many lawsuits, just too many settlements right now, just too many cases where Iowa's negligence and their just. I mean, between this one and grease bomb and my that's ten million dollars, just in those two. The grease bomb thing, I yeah, uh, this thing i've always looked at this i think you have to as a money grab oh and it worked yeah as i I looked at this as a money grab off of stuff that i do think happened oh yeah i think iowa was vulnerable because if iowa just said this is an absolute ridiculous from the start chris doyle wouldn't have been fired in two weeks i mean and they also did two internal investigations that showed what was perceived as racism. So no, something happened. And then I do think these people were able to feed off that. were able to take their frustrations and Akram Wadley right now looks like he's probably got somewhere around $300,000 coming to him. You know, that's not a bad thing to build on, not a bad thing to put in your retirement. And it's just, it's just unfortunate that this is just more money that they're having to come up with. So what's the difference between the 4.1 and the seven? Well, the original thing was seven. That's what KCG, KCRG. Yeah. But so, but now they've agreed to pay four point one. So, what happened to the two point nine? That was negotiated out. Apparently, it's just really not clear. So, is all this information coming just from Rob Sand? That's where I got it. From. Well, we're, but I mean, it looks like everyone's ba- so because I, I don't think Iowa's released anything yet. Did did the register story have any quotes from anyone from Iowa? Well, here's no. here's here's the, the lead the lead sentence, which I, the seven million is really misleading. It says the University of Iowa Athletic Department are requesting a state panel approve a four point two million dollar settlement, including two million from the state general fund to settle this lawsuit. So it is four point two. I don't know where uh, KCRG put seven million in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's not, the Harvester, it's uh, in the chat room. It's not the payout. No, I, under, the, in, in, uh, in. Seven million, he says, okay, Harvester. Uh, seven million is the payout for the current suit and the Peter Gray. Correct. That's that's what's, oh, okay. that's what's in the the body of the article. Under Gary Butter's leadership, we've had Peter Gray scandal plus three instances of discrimination totaling nearly $7 million in, dam- in damages, setting aside others. But suits. if you add in the Grease Bomb and Jane Meyer case, it's way more than $7 million. Oh, yeah. So I don't get the $7 Why are they just including the Peter Gray figure? I don't know. That's a weird... It's, yeah. Why not include all of them instead of just one? And that's just a... What's going on at KCRG? That's, that's the this quote from... They got an from, awful news, That's the so. quote from Rob Sand. 
Okay, then why is Rob Sand not acknowledging the Jane Meyer Tracy? I, that I, was five point six million, I believe. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get that. No, this will end up yeah political. Oh, it's it's already political. Yeah, yeah. The University of Iowa Board of Regents have agreed to pay. Uh, um, my Gazette. So, but it does look like Rob Sand right now is the sole source of the information, unless yeah. I'm not seeing anybody else. So do we, does that mean we play Roxanne when the show's over? Just to kind of... Well, I want to see if we can get... <clears throat> excuse me. If we can get the press conference. I'm connecting right now. And I want to use whatever you guys write. So I can have you guys for the news side, and then I'm going to write a column. i got to come up with some type of column. Um, well, I I've, just posted on our uh, social media, the I've, KCRG. And I've got my thoughts on what I'm going to write, but it's going to take some time. I want to read everything. and, um, But I can't imagine they're happy over at the athletic department right no, now. No, they can't. And I can't imagine the football program is very happy right now. I mean, but Gary Barta is going to be the – he's going to be – I don't want to call him the fall guy for this, but I think he's going to be the Doyle of this. Do you? But I've, I've been – I don't I, know because – I've been hearing that he's maybe been on his way out anyway, you know, so. I don't know. He raises a lot of money. He does, but man, you add this with Peter Gray. It's I think, by my math, four point two, five point six. Solid Republican. We're over ten million dollars in lawsuits just in the last. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to be look at it politically, I I don't know if he's out or not. So you got it connected. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to be able to watch it at ten thirty. Yeah, we'll be able to broadcast it. So what? It's Rob Sand having a press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they play Roxanne in the background? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Roxanne. <laughs> Not one of my favorite police songs. It was okay. That was okay. Eddie Murphy helped it immensely yeah. with 48 Hours. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I'll <clears throat> never forget that scene. That's great. I was surprised that Reggie Hammond's character was listening to the police. Yeah. I, mean, I thought maybe he'd be listening to Isaac Hayes or Barry White. Now, I, <laughs> I guess I'm racially stereotyping. But, um, but yeah, no, this is a... You knew this was coming. You just knew the moment they dropped without prejudice that they had been, okay, they knew how much money they were getting. And I guarantee you, Demario Simmons, a lawyer in Oklahoma, he considers himself victorious today. Oh, yeah, sure. His firm made $2 million. (laughs) I mean, and so the last laugh is on the people that lashed out and said, you guys were idiots for thinking this was going to be anything. Now those people look like fools because this was always going to be something. Well, whenever you go to court... As I have found out over the years, it's always going well, to be something. True, and you, when you settle without prejudice, when you're going for money, that means you got some money and you're yeah. happy. You got what you think the most you could get. Well, you know? the, the board and the university were still in. They weren't held harmless in the in the dismissal. It was just the individuals. Yeah. So. So you know that there was still the the suit was still active. Yeah. So it's going to be. It's going to be an interesting to see how the reaction to this is. Now Brian didn't want it settled. He did not want it settled, and you can see why. Yeah. I think Brian thinks he didn't do anything wrong, and I think he was wanted to go to trial and fight it and not have to be part of this football program. Is now going to be, you don't think the national media that's been all over Ferentz to begin with? They're, oh, they're going to go, oh, they're going to go gonna, nuts on this. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to go nuts on it's, this. It's throwing a dog a steak. Yes, <laughs> and they, they'll somehow figure out a way to – to tie the offense into it too, you watch. Well, we had about as 
good representation with this settlement as the offense. No, they'll do the $4.2 million is two yards more than the average per carry. They'll do something like that. You know, because I think they average like 3.4 yards per run or something. They'll do something. The national media is going to be all over this, yeah. and they're just going to. They're going to rip Iowa. It's and it's just like I said. It's just not a good look. And but I think Iowa did. They did not want to go to trial. They did not want to have to go through discovery because if you go through discovery, both of those internal investigations in which racist stuff was okay, found, th- that a, would be out there. A lot of crap going on at the university. We talked about it earlier this morning. Uh, a lot of people because of the new law from the legislature. Uh, that the regents fought, uh, and the and the president fought, uh, the president of the university. Uh, we're going to lose hundreds of, according to the regents. Yeah, we're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars that was earmarked for medical research, um, you know, re, uh, research academically, uh, and. You know we're going to be fighting federal lawsuits because it goes against it goes against federal law. Yeah, they want to they, defund all uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion departments at all three universities, which will affect many veterans. Yeah, they uh, do a lot of other stuff. You know, yeah, besides, it's not all LGBTQ. By no, any, it's disabled by people, stress. veterans, yeah, uh, international students. So with the money that they're going to lose, and there's resumes going out of the university like mad. Because I've talked to some people that, that that are looking. What's interesting is Rob Sand has not tweeted anything on his account. Mm-mm. No, he just released this to the media. He didn't release it to the public. No. He just released it to the media. But, yeah, that's, like I said, this is just... I mean, this is going to be just another... It's It's bad. But, that being said, I don't know that he'll lose his job. Well, none of us do. I mean, I'm, um, I, you know, but that's what people, there's people that want him gone. There's people that wanted him gone before this. If a Republican would have said this, if one of the others would have said this, then it would have been huge that maybe he should lose. But isn't Rob Sand with his job, isn't he, what's he do? What's his title? He's the auditor. He's the auditor. auditor. He's yeah. involved with it directly with the task. I think that's why he's taking such an on-hands approach to this. this is what well, he he's also a political animal. Well, no, he's, yes, he's also an extreme, he's very yeah. left-wing, right? Yeah. But I think part of this, though, is this is his job yeah. to fight against public taxpayer money being used. Right, he's, so, yeah. he's well, fighting re- against taxpayer money wa- It's ridiculous with the money that, the, it, it is ridiculous with the money that they have that, Taxpayers well, yeah, I mean, they make $55 million from the Big Ten. So, I mean, I guess if Barta could say, okay, we still got $50 million, But it's still not a good look. Oh, it's a terrible it's look. It's a terrible look, and it's still about $10 million over in less than a decade <laughs> that you've had to pay out for lawsuits that were so avoidable if you just wouldn't have been irresponsible and, like, some cases racist. I know if you, you there's some fans, if you accuse them of being they just completely it's, disown it's, you. It's the okay, but if you look at the state and you look at their statement, we wanted them to do it the Iowa way. We'll look at the Iowa way right now, okay? We the Iowa way right now it's is pretty expensive. Is white? Well, it's and, always been and white. It's always been white. So, and it's even more white right now. And see, my big bone is I always pick on this: is I don't like white people telling black people how they should perceive racism and there's a lot of that that goes on in this state well woke 
was a a black term. I'm so sick of that word. I just but it was a black term. It wasn't I was not aware of that. Yeah, it was a black term saying they should be aware of their rights. They should be aware of society. They should fight for their right to vote. Woke came from the black movement in the '60s. Okay, but as far as Iowa football. I have had a lot of white people I know in this state say, well, that was just the Iowa coaches showing those guys tough love and wanting them to work hard. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to believe a white guy who wasn't there for any of the yeah. stuff that allegedly had happened over the black guys who experienced it. And like I said, there were two internal investigations that showed racism. It's there. You can't deny but, it. It was yeah, there. But when, when, I, when we say you know money grab, it was because... Basically, it's because of Wadley, because he said what a great... Well, plus, they, both truths can, both things can be yeah. true. It can be there yeah. was racism, and now guys are trying to exploit it. Yeah. That's what happened. And it, it succeed, now, they didn't get as much. I'm sure Wadley would like to have had a lot more, but still, if he's getting over three, around $300,000, that's, that's pretty good money for, I mean, for anybody, really. I mean, anybody normal living a normal life. I mean, what would you do all of a sudden if someone just gave you $300,000? I mean... Be all right. <laughs> um so, but yeah, this is just not a good look. And at some point, no, there's no statements from Iowa I'm seeing so far. Nothing from Gary. And at some point, they're going to have to. Oh, today, they're going to have well, to. They'll, they'll, they'll release a statement. Didn't yeah. you say they're not going to vote on it until this afternoon? Well, that's the, um, the yeah, appeals the vote, board. That's the appeals board this afternoon, yes. They right. won't talk before then. No, but at some point, I could see a statement coming out. Or I'm kind of I'm going to wait a little while before I sit down to write a column. I'm, I'm going to read all the, um, but like I said, the Gazette and the Register story were basically I, the same. Mm-hmm. They were identical. But event, when you guys eventually put something up, I'll use yours and say by KCJJ, and then because I'll use that to write with the column I'm going to write, and because uh, I assume you guys will put something up at some point. Won't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. We'll write a story. But yeah, and then I'll um, yeah, because you've got all the quotes right there. Just use all of. I mean, there's a yeah, ton. Yeah, and of, we'll see what he says at the, at the conference. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll put your news story up, then I'll package that with a column today. I just need some time to gather my thoughts on this, and I want to read more of the details. But, I mean, the news is that they are agreeing to pay $4.2 million because they don't want to go to trial. Keep that uh, recorder running, and then we'll have quotes from Sam. And they don't want to go to trial because really? they don't. Should I do that? <laughs> they don't want discovery, guys. You guys realize they, they, no, want, of course not. they want to avoid discovery oh, at yeah. all costs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then both those internal investigations will be well. Will come out. They want to avoid that, and they, you know you don't want them on the stand. You no, know, they want to avoid that at all. They're willing to pay four million dollars to avoid that. So think about that. Well, yeah. didn't the university drag their feet when it came to the discovery documents? You know, releasing the documents to the yeah they did to the lawyers. There was a lot of that. Yeah, you know, they were uh, back and forth. Yeah. So, but no, you guys know though when that announcement came out last week that they had dropped. There was a cel- there was a lot of fans celebrating, saying, "I told you so." This is nothing but a- this was nothing but a, and it was nothing but a money grab in some cases. But that didn't mean they gave up. They knew they had won. They were okay. Yeah, we'll drop the case if you're giving us four million dollars. The law firm saying we're getting two million dollars for this. Sure, we'll 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 drop this. We got what we wanted. So, well, but and the other side wasn't sure that. You know, they agreed to four million dollars. They could have asked for more. Uh, they stopped there. The other, you can but you know, there was the a lot of negotiating side, back and forth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the other side's thinking to itself, "Yeah, this is about all we can get." 
Yeah, and there also is a case where if you ask for too much, then maybe Iowa would have said, "Okay, fine, we're not paying that. We'll go to trial." Yeah, they wanted they once they knew they had four point two million coming. That's a lot. That's a large sum of money, and I mean, it's just this is just a pattern that is not good. It's just it should it could have been avoidable. The they had plenty of forewarning in all these cases to change their behavior, and they didn't. I mean, the grease bomb. Meyer thing was just lazy, careless bookkeeping, and just, just I mean, you easily could have been avoidable. Are they going on? I'm just waiting. Hello. Okay. You got the police on? But I could. <laughs> I could take. This is all the people that are in the chat in, in the Zoom. I muted my mic and my camera. They don't I think we should turn our mic on and just start disrupting. Yeah. You, <laughs> you could do your rock. Do your yeah, rock. So rock he's just doing this on a Zoom. Yeah. Okay. You guys, Microsoft, you, know, you guys could Microsoft Teams actually. Okay. Can I? Does that mean I can leave? Yeah, you, if you want to. Because this is going to take up the. I'm, Sure, yeah. this is going to take up the rest of our time. Here he comes. Well, I'm going to listen to Right. <laughs> I can't understand Good any of it. God, if they don't all like the, their mics, this is going to be a disaster. This is like the parents for the peanuts. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> I'm assuming he's going to draw. That's just training. I think like the exact same situation that they were training on Friday too. Or could they just run a bad luck for a citizen to throw something? Like yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're not good at it yet. <laughs> that guy is still trying. <laughs> Now, he's up there talking. We can't hear a damn thing he's saying. But he is talking. Mm-hmm. Well, see, like my biggest fear would be that we like, oh, this ends up being training, but then it actually turns into something. Real Why are they talking then? If he's talking, I don't know. What a cluster! And it's and that's that stuff that's buffering in the background. That's him. That's not working. There's and sexual harassment in this state by individuals who are employed by the state. I have a similar, uh, slightly different but similar uh, take on the settlement that's proposed in the state of Gilbert today. That is to pay a little dollars in racial discrimination against the University of Iowa football program. What's really important to me here is the fact that this is now the fourth discrimination settlement while Gary Barta has been the athletic director at the University of Iowa. Enough is enough. I, I, I cannot understand why not only uh, would he maintain his job here, but in addition to that, for the first time in these settlements, they're asking the general fund to contribute to the payment of that settlement rather than having the athletic department itself pay for that settlement. Uh, as someone who sits on that state appeal board, I look at that and I say, no way. I don't think the taxpayers should be on the hook for that. Again, this is the fourth settlement uh, under Gary Barta's watch. So to me, uh, unless Gary Barta 
is no longer employed at the athletic department and forfeits any sort of severance package or something that he's entitled to, uh, I'm not going to support this settlement. I'm hoping that Treasurer Smith or Director Paulson, or both of them, join me in saying that enough is enough on this matter. I think it's important that we make sure that people understand that discrimination is not only morally wrong, but the discrimination too is financially foolish. You're costing the athletics department and costing taxpayers money when you do this kind of thing. And we're going to hold people accountable. We're going to prevent additional individuals from becoming victims of discrimination. If we're going to protect taxpayers, we have to at a certain point demand more personal responsibility for this kind of Happy to take any questions. Oftentimes, when the Attorney General's Office presents to the appeal board these settlements, they argue that this is actually going to save taxpayers' money because we're not going to court. We're going to settle before an expensive court case. The easiest way to save taxpayers' money is to have the people who are most personally uh, responsible for these kinds of decisions taking care of them and having some accountability themselves. But in this specific case um, where the wrongdoing has been done, uh, you know, what's your response to that argument that, you know, going to court would cost taxpayers more money? Sure. You know, I, I, uh, I was assistant attorney general for seven years, prosecuted a lot of cases um, across the state. Some of them settled, some of them didn't. Uh, we've seen cases where the targets, the victims were pleased with the resolution. We've seen cases where they haven't been. I, I can't go and uh, talk to them about that, but the bottom line to me is, uh, I believe that by the state of appeal board saying no to $2 million coming from taxpayers specifically, that the point is the athletic department can cover it. It's their responsibility. I, I can't imagine a private company that would still have someone at the helm after four discrimination lawsuits under that person's leadership. So to me, there has to be additional accountability there. Uh, the athletic department, uh, they've got the funds for it. They just inked a broadcast deal worth tens of millions of dollars every year going forward. Uh, and I don't know why they can't cover their own mistakes and pay for their own mistakes instead of having taxpayers do it. So my, my, my guess is that if I'm joined by um, my fellow members of the state of field board and saying no to this, that the uh, athletic department goes back and pays for it themselves, or preferably they say to Mr. Barco, look, um, thanks for all you've done, but we've had a series of related mistakes that we think need, we need new leadership here and uh, we're dismissing it. How many appeal uh, decisions have you voted for? Well, you know. You've Settlements? Posed, yeah, you've No, I don't know. But dozens, right? Many of them are routine, and a lot of them are cases. Another, another matter that we're going to vote on today is an individual who slipped on some ice uh, outside of a building and broke their wrist. I, I think the settlement um, is uh, five figures, but low five figures. A lot of these matters are very routine. What I look for when, when I'm reviewing every one of these settlements, and I do look at every one of them, is is there someone who is personally uh, accountable for this? Is there someone who personally caused this? And have they had an appropriate amount of um, 
uh, of personal accountability for that. What has been the practice for other University of Iowa settlements? I, I know I've, I've written about a lot of settlements involving the, the hospitals. Yeah, medical. Is it a half and half? It is a half and half for medical malpractice when it's related to the University of Iowa hospitals. Uh, hospitals, you know, the University of Iowa conducts some of the most complex medical surgeries in the state. Uh, it's understood, especially at a teaching hospital, that from time to time, uh, things are going to go wrong and the doctor is going to make a mistake. I, I haven't voted against a medical malpractice suit, but I also haven't seen a medical malpractice suit with the same doctor having made the same or a similar mistake four times. What gets me here is just the fact that this is the fourth one under Barta's help, you know? And so clearly we had three that didn't, the lesson didn't get through, the information didn't get through. And the idea of discrimination being both morally wrong, but also financially uh, unwise didn't get through. So show me any uh, medical malpractice where it's the same doctor for the fourth time, and I'd be voting against that too. Um, a technical question. Is this settlement being recommended by Brenna Bird, or was it negotiated under the previous change? That I don't know for sure. Did you go to the University of Iowa Law School? I did. Yeah, I'm a University of Iowa graduate. Uh, my mom is, my dad is. There's a certain point at which these colors need to serve the people who attend the institution and the taxpayers that pay for the institution. There's a certain point at which an institution needs to communicate to the public that it isn't just a group of insiders protecting each other. And that's what I think the settlement feels like unless part is gone. So basically, you're looking for more accountability. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that we can say that we are truly serving taxpayers or truly doing what we can to prevent people from being targets of discrimination in the future unless we have a higher level of accountability, right? For some people, you have to speak to them in terms of what's going to happen in their own life. Uh, and that's what this is about. Uh, you don't have that level of personal accountability. For some folks, that message doesn't get through. Questions on teams. I think All we're right. done. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. There we go. That's the end of the uh, press conference. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's. Okay. Um, I agree with everything he said. And I. Well, just, I mean, taxpayers shouldn't have to no. pay for this. And even if Iowa wasn't getting fifty million a year, they should still figure out a way to pay. 55. Taxpayers shouldn't pay for the for somebody else's mistakes in this case, especially when. Okay, but they are getting they're getting fifty five million a year 
they're soon going to be getting yeah this is really a small of, yeah, piece right. of the pie yeah it's more a bad optic and a bad pr yeah. and all the other stuff and a disturbing pattern and you know that some of that that they're paying is going to be insurance oh that insurance i think will pay most of so it so i don't know why the taxpayer is left on the hook for anything. But doesn't the insurance rates go up, though, if you keep yes. demanding oh, money yeah. from them to pay yes. for your mistakes? It's like, or, yes. or they drop you. Or they drop you. <laughs> yeah. That's the risk. If the, and then if they get dropped, then they're going to be, it's going to be so expensive. And we talk about all the money, but this, the money does add up, too. I've already got over $10 million added up in my head from these lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Just that's yeah. $10 million. That's a lot of money. But then, you know, I mean, yeah. So, But it's just bad PR. It's bad PR for Iowa football. I mean, this, like I said, this will not look good nationally. And I, I know, don't know, though, that him. But Gary Barta is going to be the fall guy in this, not Kirk. Yeah, but it's I. It's going to fall on Gary Barta. I think it would have been better handled if he would have come out with the, if he would have gone to, this, Rob Sand would have gone to the others and made the statement in unison rather than him scooping him. This is a political thing on Rob Sand. So you think uh, Rob Sand used the media to push his agenda? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is no public... Let's st- get him on Wednesday and just yeah. rip him. You want him? I, no, I'm not. <laughs> so you can show people I'll rip re- Democrats, too. I'm ripping them right now. No, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought I about that. I think that, that it, well, this it, is going to be... But he didn't just give it to one media outlet. But no, you say that's even more of a helpful he's not, thing. Yeah, he, he should have met with the others... I it makes it them. a Democrat versus. Well, maybe he did, and they said we're going to approve this, and he's he doesn't like it, and that's why he's going to the media. Well, that's true. You don't know, but yeah. I see what you're you saying. But I guess if that, maybe he did try to do all that stuff, and he was ignored. Maybe he did. And um, but it's not like he gave it to just one media outlet. Oh no, it. he gave it to everybody. He gave it to KCRG and, yeah. mm-hmm. and the Register and Gazette. He gave it to us. He gave it to everybody. Hello. I, I I follow that Rob stand. He pretty much does stuff to butt heads with the governor, and I don't know if she'll get involved on this, but he he's a he's a bean counter. And, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. He did, and he he does it for himself, but he does bring up some pretty good points. Oh, without question. But I thought that reporter had a good point. What happens if they wouldn't have settled, and it would have been more. You know, well, so. it would have been more if they gone to trial to pay for all the legal fees, but that's what Iowa would have used insurance, wouldn't they have, for a big chunk of that? Uh, I don't know how much of a chunk, but yeah, a good chunk of it, I'd say. So, but, and yeah, you know, I kind of agree with Brian Ferentz. I mean, just the way when you go to court and you look, you know, and you settle, it doesn't mean you're guilty. I mean, there's. There's people who said, I didn't do the crime, but I took a plea deal. The problem is, it, though, you know? in this case, Iowa did not want to go. They did not want discovery. They did not. I mean, uh-huh. you realize there were two internal investigations that concluded that there was racism in the football program. They, were, they did their own investigations. That's why James Daniels finally came out. He waited a year to see if he was going to get any response or any react any progress made to those internal investigations he waited over a year before he finally came out with that tweet of frustration after the george floyd stuff that one thing led to another so that's where this whole thing started from and iowa does not want those internal investigations to come out there's no way that and they would have come out in discovery i think they want to avoid that at all costs and i think that's what they're doing yeah that you know there would have been bad things said even if Iowa would have won it would have been out there yes 
Yes. I'm, I'm glad you had that on. That, that was good listening to it. Thank you. And we have Rob Sanders, our guest today. <laughs> you know? Started with Karn and in with Rob Sanders. We were, we were on there with Vanessa Miller from the Gazette and KWWL and a bunch of other reporters. I just retweeted Vanessa's story and then put my – this is just – it's a disturbing pattern. Yeah, and again, I think by him doing this like he did it now – But you're right, though. I hadn't thought about that. Self-serving. Yeah. It, well, it's self-serving, and it might actually solidify uh, that they're not going to do anything with it. I think it goes – Pro Varda because it it becomes political. So should we play message Democrat in a bottle? Is... Should we play message in a bottle <laughs> instead? Since he had a message that he wanted to get out, maybe I, we should play message in a bottle. I like instead. Invisible Sun better, but that's no, okay. I mean... Hello. Hey, um, when stuff like this happens, usually the person who's the fall guy or the person who's in charge of everything, they. Uh, Usually they act like they have a set and they do the the best thing for the organization or the department or whatever, and they come out and they just resign and say you're better off without me. But when you're like him, you don't. Yeah. 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 I. I mean, that's an interesting point, and there's just. Or yeah. you don't think you did anything wrong. You don't think Barta did anything wrong. No, he. I'm saying Barta might not think he did anything wrong. Oh, I'm I talking everybody involved. I mean, because in fairness, Barter was never accused. The coaches of... are the, the the AD, the whole thing. If if it's that bad, and like you said, nationally, it don't look good. You know, then maybe it's time. Maybe it is time to just clean the house on everything on that side. So when you Thanks say for cl- everything you've done, but are you talking about the football coaching staff? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I'm, there's probably some people that feel that way, but there's a lot more. And I'm, I'm not necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with you. There's a lot more that don't would not want that to happen. I believe, but but no. I mean, I'm I, that's you're entitled to your opinion, and you're probably not the only one that thinks that. Um, I didn't want to think like that, but the more and more, and you know, everybody talks about how terrible this is and everything that happened, and you know. This is a black eye in nationally and whatever. Well, then, if that's the case, and I honestly, whatever, I, I wasn't there. I've, you know, you hear all the rumors, and I, I have, uh, how do I say this? I'm not going to say any names, but I am. I know a couple guys personally who were on the team around this time, and I've heard stories on both sides. Mm-hmm. And if it's that bad, then uh, then maybe they need to get rid of everybody. If it's that bad. No, well, that's, you know, like I said, you're entitled to your opinion. And there was obviously something to it because Chris Doyle got fired in two weeks. Yeah. But I keep, what bring, happened, I keep What bring, happens to Brian then if Gary's gone? Well, and a new guy comes in. That's hard. It's impossible to say right now. I mean, that is impossible to say right now. I, I don't think. It's a hell of a mess, guys. Have a good yeah. one. Yeah. I don't think Gary's going to be gone. I might be wrong. I don't know, I don't know I think why you, I got. I, I think you might be wrong in this case, but don't quote me on it. Like I said, hey, I don't know. If he is, he is. But I, but I think by Sam doing this is just, you know. It, you think it's going to cause the Republicans to dig their heels in more and go out of their way to even if maybe Gary is a bad luck to defend him because they're going to try to because they're reacting to a. Poli- I think it tips the scale. So you think a it's a political bit. stunt, what he did? Oh yes. Okay, I hadn't thought about that. If we have him on Wednesday, are you going to say it? What if you guys start fighting on the air? He releases stuff every week about the audits that he does in the cities, the organizations. Um, 
he is a media hound. He 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 puts out releases all the time. Is there a fake Rob Sand on Twitter? No. <laughs> you no. know someone's going to start calling but, in here as a fake Rob Sand. But but seriously, it's okay. He wanted to go. He ran for the governorship. Then eh. he pulled it. Then he pulled it. Yeah. But he wanted to be on this station. Yes. Every freaking month, and no, he is. You're saying a, a, a political. A media hound. He's a he's a media Oppor- whore. Yeah. Well, it yeah, sounds like he's kind of an opportunist. That's and that's and that's what this thing sounds like to me. Now that doesn't take away from the fact that there's over ten million dollars going. I'm not saying. No, that. I know you're not. And the yeah, and the and Register, saying, the Gazette. I mean, they got to report on this. Stuff. And I'm not saying that Barter should be here. You know, Vanessa Miller. Vanessa Miller's taking a lot of negative crap from well, people for doing of, her job, yeah, and it's ridiculous, doing her job. unfair. And there's probably people that are mad that she's reporting on this, but at least she's got the defense. And hey, the Register. I think it was Leistakow that did the story for. He's got the exact same story as her, so they can't accuse her of being out to get Iowa football, which she's had to face unfairly. She's just doing her job. Yep. Just like the lawyer who got the $4.2 million settlement was just doing his job. What's it, I believe his name, isn't it Demario Simmons? Yes. Yeah, his, this is a victory for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a victory for him. No, I, I just, uh, I, I'm not going to say tip the scale toward him, but it's going to just push it a little bit. So how do you think this should have been released? Uh, it either... Uh, should have been a statement he made after the board talked, after the board voted. Then he can come out and say, this I what... voted against this. Okay. Well, the yeah. Board of Appeals could have put out a release, too, and said, you know, yeah. voted unanimously or voted two to one. But they haven't with... voted yet, though. No, they have no. not. They were voting the no. same. For some reason, he wanted to be out before the vote. That's yeah. right. And see, that, I thought if he came out after it, this is the reason. So right, this is this what would be I different. Think. Let's say the register got a tip. You know, he works in Des Moines, yeah. right? And they had the story exclusively. Then it'd be a little different if they knew about it. Yeah. And we're going to report it anyway. But he obviously went to all the media. Yeah. And just dropped it on their laps and said, "Here, okay, you're you're." Not, the more I think about this, I mean, he is using this situation to push his agenda, right? Is that kind of yes? Okay. Yeah, that's See how why. people accuse you of never... No, that's why I think that, you know, if the board would have voted and he comes out tonight... Then it would, you'd have a little more respect for how he did it. Yeah. Okay. This is just him pushing his brand. See, you'll attack Democrats. You're you're well-rounded. Hey, the Democrats in this county are asinine. <laughs> the, the, I thought you were going to go a little stronger with that. The, they're just ridiculous. And the way the Democratic Party... And I like the guy, Ross Wilburn, who was, was running it. I like him. Mm-hmm. I know him, and I like him. But this is the weakest Democratic Party that I have ever seen in this state. It's just ridiculous. And I've been critical of Democrats. In the, oh, I know. Democrats will always attack their own. When there's plenty to attack on the other side, they will still circle around their own. So, no, I'm not... I really am a moderate. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, but there is a big difference, though, because like. But when you're a moderate and you've got a far right, it makes you look like you're a left. No, true. Because it would have been different, though, had they been tipped off and they were yeah. getting. They call Rob Sand and say, "Hey, you got any comment? We're getting. We're." Yeah. But no, this it sounds like that. Wow, he just dropped it on everybody's lap. I yeah. mean, if, if TV stations, if, I'm sure all the Des Moines TV stations have. They'll it. get together at two o'clock and they'll have a vote. 
And he could have come out at 3.30 and say, oh, look, I voted against this. I think he should be out of a job. And he that could we have done all that at 3.30. Uh, but he wanted, okay. But he wanted, to, he wanted to scoop the whole, no, it's, it's opportunistic. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So. Awkward silence. Yeah, I, we, yep. well, we didn't have that in the show so far. <laughs> right. Have you had the menus? <laughs> no. Wow. We haven't even had the menus. Maybe he sh- Rob Sand's shutting those down, too. <laughs> Maybe if uh, one of the fake characters has been banned, could come back as a fake Rob Sand. <laughs> It'll happen. But I still think you really should. As I'm driving home, can you at least, when you get onto the music, at least play? we got to play either Message in a Bottle. Because he had a Message in a Bottle today, and he just sent that, bo- he sent that bottle up numerous shores. But you're right, though, Captain. I hadn't really thought about that. I didn't really go beyond. But, yeah, he... It's like he's sort of well, using he's making this it political, sto- and and that's the worst thing you can do with re- this Republican Party, because then they'll, di- yeah, they might dig their heels in and say, hey, that guy isn't going to tell us what to do. Yeah, you're right. I had not thought of it. So obviously, it's not going to have any impact on the vote. I wouldn't think at two o'clock. Would you? Would you? Or no, no. nobody's going to change their no, mind. Nobody's changing their mind. What do you think they're going to vote? I think two to one. I thought that what I think. If they vote, I'll be surprised. If they vote, you know, I'll be surprised. The way Rob yeah. Sand wants them to vote. Yeah. And you think this will cause them, you know, I, everyone said, well, there's got to be impartial, but they're human. You think this will cause them to dig their heels even a little more? Like, why did this opportunist come out and do this? Well, I'm sure they're saying that right now. Well, they are. <laughs> they got to meet and uh, s- settle stuff like this all the time. Well, because when I first saw it, when you, t- I thought maybe the register had a scoop, because you said you were reading the register one. Yeah. But then I went over to look at Vanessa, well, she, Vanessa Miller had the same exact right. story. Okay. And then you said KCRG had it. Yeah. I had this. I had a thing, uh, from Rob Sand. I don't, and I was just looking. I'm waiting for another email. So I looked, and there's the Rob Sand thing, and then I tried to open it, and with our internet, I couldn't open it. So then I went. <laughs> when did you get that, like at 9? About eight. 10 minutes before. My yeah. guess is the Register and Gazette got the, the, Their yeah. stories were already written. They, yeah. My guess is they were given this a couple of days ago and said this is coming out. That's but possible. An embargo. Lots of times I've had that where they, they give you an embargo. You can't release this until 9 o'clock. Well, like you said, the, the letter that he wrote was dated Friday. Yes. So. My guess is they got everything Friday, and he's like, I'm coming out on Monday, and then boom. And the, yep. and my guess is the TV stations were all the same way, because didn't KCRGs come out right about the same time? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you're right, Captain. I hadn't really thought about how he was kind of – he's sort of making this story about him a little bit. Yeah, he made it about him. He's the guy that's going to – that is demanding Gary Barta lose his job. It's all about him. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, I can't really write a column until I know what the regents vote. Exactly. But that's um, we're at. but all when you guys get that thing written, I'll post you it on my website and I'll push it and what have you. And um, then it also brings it. Um, you can also I can tell them to go to your guys's website for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right. Well, um, interesting development. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, the Big Ten tournament's not priority one today, and I don't believe we're having a press conference today. My guess is tomorrow. So, all right. Well, everybody, um, have enjoy the weather. You know. Yeah beautiful out all right 
Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.